episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Toby. We have a very special guest with us. Donna from the Inimitable Black hard. Woman. Yes. Yeah. I had to like it. sound it out on Google <laughs> while I was walking here. I was like, Inimitable, Inimitable. In- but I love it. No. Okay. I love in- that in- name. Inimitable. 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 Don't worry, it took me a while. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the meaning. I do. Yes. I like the beautiful meaning. Yeah. I found the word and I was like, I've never heard this word before. This is great. How do I say it? Yes. And yeah, no. Inimitable. 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 <laughs> Don't worry, like, no. my friend was like, I'm going to be an ambassador for you for a new. I said, you don't know how to say it? And she's like, I'm working on it. Like, it's okay. It takes a while. It's all good. Well, I'm adding that to my vocabulary. I'm telling everybody yeah, that yes. I'm an inimitable. <laughs> you don't know me. I'm an inimitable. Say it again. Inimitable. 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 Black woman. Yes. I feel like cannot be copied or imitated. Yes. Yes. You're sick and be like, I told you I looked at the picture. Yes, I told y'all. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, no. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. But it's a hard word, so you're not the first. Like, oh, I'm working on it. And I was like, don't worry, I had to work on it too. <laughs> well, tell us more about yourself. Uh, well, I am based in Austin, and I graduated from UT for grad school. I went to USC undergrad uh, for film and television production. So my focus is writing. That's what I want to do. I want to write, but um, also just produce projects, things that nature. That's kind of what I did after I graduated the first time. And then I was like, I really need to learn how to write. So then I went to grad school. And yeah, so right now I'm just figuring out my life, which is always so much fun, right? Well, for me, it's not. I was exaggerating. Look, it has its ups and downs. It has its... It's high as it's low. You know, it's like a plane that's lifting, but it's a little turbulence. <laughs> yeah, on the way up, but it's mm-hmm. all good. But that's pretty much it. And the, and the podcast came out of it's actually an idea I've had for years, um, in different forms. But I've always wanted to highlight Black women because I feel like each of us are so different. Mm. And I don't, I, you know, being a writer, being a creative, you want to like show the different types of Black women. And I'm like, well, what can I do now? as a way to do that while I'm figuring out like how I'm going to do that in a creative sense when it comes to like fiction and stuff like that. And I was like, I just want to meet us. Yeah. So it's been, it's been really cool because I know logically, I know that each of us are different. Like I know that, but mm-hmm. when you're like actually encountering and spending time and, and speaking to us, you're like, wow, each of us are really we different. <laughs> we live in lives. So yes. yeah. And it's been, it's been great. It's been really great. That's awesome. That is amazing. And I just love, love, love how you said you want to meet us because that's so important. When we all out here, we can always make our assumptions based on our personal experiences. Mm -hmm. But when you literally take the time out to meet, that makes the work that much more authentic. Yeah. I love it. And it's necessary what you're doing because we don't see those perceptions of all of us or, you know, Mm -hmm. like you said, there's so many different black women. They Mm -hmm. may not see themselves reflected on TV. I know there was a recent um, interview where Tiffany Haddish was like, the first time I saw myself on TV was when she was doing um, That's a Raven. And Mm -hmm. I took that as... 
Wow. You know, she didn't see a reflection of herself, you know, mm-hmm. until she saw herself right. on that. So, Raven, because, you know, it's been black women on TV, mm-hmm. you know, prior mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting. I, I might have been taking that the wrong way. No, but, I don't, it is interesting. Well, and it's also, it sucks because there isn't, well, now there's more so like podcasts or things. We have a way of like being able to put our voice out there. Mm-hmm. So we see with YouTube, Internet. But it does suck for, I don't know how many times I use the word suck, but <laughs> it stinks that, um, you know, on like main screen television stuff, there isn't that many images of us. There really isn't that. We only see one type right. of black woman. And mm-hmm. I think that even, or two. yeah, I don't know. now there's a little bit more, yeah. but still not as many yeah. as you will see of like white women. Like, exactly. You know, you see. but oh. I think it even like, I think what I realized through the podcast and just life is that those limited images I've had of us has even like kind of warped how I've seen us. Yes. Definitely. Which which is the, which is I think the reason why whenever we see us on TV we're like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing." And it's like it's kind of it's interesting that like we're I don't know, that we're just like we're very thirsty to see ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I think it's cuz we I don't know, we're just I think as black women we're really coming into our own Especially now that we can get our voices out there in different ways. Definitely. Yeah, Shout sure. out to Issa Rae because when I first started watching Awkward Black Girl, I was like, finally. That's me. That's yeah. me. Like, that oh my God. So awkward. <laughs> yes. I saw it. I know. And I watched it Insecure and I'm like, that is Tiffany. Oh my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> and it feels like home. Like, yeah, I was like, I never felt that feeling when I watched something mm-hmm. on TV and I'm like, what? Like, this feels like, oh, is this how I'm supposed to feel? This mm-hmm. feels like. Definitely. They get me. Yeah. So you get me. <laughs> but today we're talking about um, being alone, singleness, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So <sighs> I want to actually want to start off with this. Okay. I thought this about this on the way here driving. I was like, what if we, I always do this with you guys. It's with the song thing. Yeah. What song represents <laughs> your current like love life? Ooh. Oh, I already know this answer. I don't know okay. this answer. I already know this answer. It's because it's an embarrassing answer. But <laughs> the person that I'm like, the person that I right now I'm interested in, I sent this to them and I was like, this is me and I hate it. <laughs> and it was, um, and I used to make fun of this song. I remember I was like, this girl is so stupid, but I'm this girl. Do you remember that song? It's by Paula Deanda. Yes. yes, doing too much. Yes. Ah. What song is that? What it's a bop, but it's that's. Uh, I, I want to say I have it on my phone. I want to like, say I could pull it it's up. Do, it's doing too much. Like that. Uh, basically, I can't remember all the lyrics. I can't remember them a word for word. But basically, mm-hmm. she is really into this guy, and she is like texting him, calling him, telling him we miss you, and and she's just like, "Am I doing too much? Like, where are you?" Like, yes. And I used to, oh man, I made fun of that song. I was like, right. oh, like, who is this? And it's me. Wow. But, that song, you, you took it back. That's oh my funny. God, that song is, that song is a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. I'm that, and then like, probably something destructive. Like. Oh. <laughs> This is all for the birds. That's yes. how I feel about this song and that part of my life. What? That's a jam, though. It, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bop. Yes. I mean, it, 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 it's good. But if you listen to the lyrics, you're like, yeah, the lyrics. Look. Yeah. y
So, I already love mine, too. I've, I've, been, I've been there before. Oh, I've definitely, definitely been there. Multiple so. times. <laughs> like, have I learned my lesson yet yeah. or not? <laughs> I think I have now. <laughs> What's yours? Um, dang it. Sabrina Claudio? I don't, yes, I don't I like remember her. the song name. But it basically says, in the beginning, it says, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. Mm. Constantly evolving, trying to get to know me. Nice. That's me. What song is I want to know? I want to be there. I don't want to be. I want to be a nineties bop. I want to come into this. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, uh, it was like I'm just uh, something of what I used to be. Oh, I forgot. It's really good lyrics. Yeah. I tried to. I remember one day I was playing it for my mom. I'm like, Mama, this is me. This is me. And she was just totally like. Well, not she into it, beautiful. but y'all gotta. Yeah, I want to be that. That's what I am too right now. I'm just that to <laughs> yes. um, Alone, but I'm not lonely. Constantly revolving, or yes. evolving, trying to get to I know me. So I'm like, that's where I'm at, for real, for real. That's a inter- that's a really cool place to be in. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really <laughs> is. No, it really is. Like to, really is. yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely get to know me. Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, like y'all googling it, like no, no, no. Mine is uh, definitely that R and B, old school R and B, and it's I'm stuck in between two. I can't decide, but it's um, music soul child love, Uh and then um, I'm a Usher, big huge Usher fan, and our song is number one. That's like our beautiful. It's uh, super superstar, superstar. There we go. Yeah, superstar by Usher. See, I need to, to elevate out of but, this one or to be there, <laughs> to there. But look yes. at their levels. You know, levels. Yeah. What's your level? So, <laughs> so level up. It's just like that old right. school R and B feel. It's just there's a meme yes. about that. It's like if it ain't like old school R and B, I don't want it. I don't want it. You got it though. Okay, you got it. <laughs> look, and that was him just calling. I'm like, we recorded. <laughs> so uh, for me. My song would be, I think I have three. Oh. <laughs> all faces. All different faces. So it's this um, Kalani. Is that her mm-hmm. name? Yeah. Kalani's song. It's called Kalani. I Choose You. Oh, no, no, it's not even her. I lied. That's oh, not her. That's not her. It's by uh, Kania. Kian. Wait, I lied. It ain't even Kalani, y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that song. How you even say her name? Oh, look, I've never heard of this lady. Kiana? It looks like Kiana. It looks Kiana. Kiana loves some. You on some. I'm trying to put her on. Yeah. It's a really good song. So the name of the song is called I Choose You. And it's just so sweet because it's just telling. So I think people are giving her advice to choose love. And she's like, I already have by choosing you. And so Mm. so it's like, because every day when you're in a relationship, you have to choose that person. Right. So I just think like. There may be ups, there may be downs, but I always choose you when it's all said and done. So I choose you. It's definitely That's one. So good. It makes me think of, and it also makes me think of God too, because it's like I'm, I'm choosing you, God, to yes, yes. choose the relationship that's divinely yes. for me. And in spite of our ups and downs, it's I'm always choosing you. And so when I choose you, I know everything's gonna work out, even though it's not a gospel song at all, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making everything a gospel song. I know. I mean, like making it spiritual. <laughs> And then my other song would have to be, so taking it on some rap stuff. So <laughs> Chance the Rapper, yes. his new, uh, his new little excerpt album. Yes, the, um, I don't even know what it is. It's the 
it's not workout. Oh, even though workout is really great, then what is it? It's 65th and Ingleside. So the song is 65th and Ingleside, and it's pretty much talking about how he's on the climb to becoming Chance the Rapper, and it wasn't until he got his first, um, his he was opening for, I don't remember who, I want to say Childish Gambino, but I know it's not Childish, but he was just opening for (laughs) an artist, and he didn't, that was the first time he actually got a large amount of money for doing his craft, and so me and Jarvis always play a joke about this song, because he's talking about the street name where him and his girlfriend um, grew up on, where Mm -hmm. she pretty much, like, supported him through it all, where he, like, the first, um, line starts off he's like I just I can spare a rib to get my baby back and it's, he's talking about like biblically when he's like the yeah. woman is the rib but then I just want my baby back baby back baby back <laughs> baby back ribs. so he's like I can spare a rib like to get that. my baby back and so like Jarvis and I we always joke about this song because we changed the lyrics so he's talking about 65th and Ingleside that's the street so we always say 65th and Winkleman because that's where he, he lives now and so he, he so kind of like related he's like um, oh, it's this one lyric he tweeted and he tagged me and then he was just like, I just, he's like, she brought you closer to God than you have ever been. You moved up from somewhere and something, something. And, but I just love that song because it pretty much describes like the climb that he's on in his career. And he's just like, every day I get closer and closer and it just, it kind of, I relate to it so much. I just feel like it describes this. And then when I listen to it and I'll be like, oh, it's describing me and my baby. So. Oh, that's so sweet. So yes, that Chance the Rapper song, and I can't remember. The I'm third so mad one. I don't know that. I I thought you it was probably only four songs though. No, you never seen this one. I don't know. Y'all listen to that. Must be a new one. No, it came out. It came same, out with the same, same workout, little workout. Oh, if you little. Oh, dang. So I'm mad. I need a beat. I, I have one I want to add to. Keisha Cole's love. That one just popped in my head. Girl. Yeah. Girl, I can't hit that note. Yeah, I only have one in my sleeve. I don't know. <laughs> There's not that many, you know, singles. I'm <laughs> oh, no. I think a lot of love songs. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the difference. Well, well, how, how are you in your singlehood right now, Miss um, Donna? Let's see. <laughs> Other than that song. Um, well, you know, the reason I was wanting, I was like, thinking about this topic was mm-hmm. because I just, I think I was kind of telling you guys a little bit before this, but just the conversations I've had with my friends, like I have friends that are, you know, if you look very successful, you know, they, they are producers on shows or, you know, working public or PR in New mm-hmm. York, like women that are like successful and beautiful and all these things. But then we have these conversations and a lot of times the common thing is that they just feel like lonely mm-hmm. and lonely and yearning for that companionship. You know, when is that going to happen? Marriage, children, things of that nature. Um, for me, and it's interesting because it's not that I'm not in that place of like wanting companionship or in that place of wanting like kids and all that. I just, I think it's interesting because I don't feel lonely, but I have, but I have felt lonely. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I remember specifically in seventh grade in college years, <laughs> but definitely seventh grade, I think I was obsessed with Genuine's 100%. Genuine was like the perfect man to me at the time. Girl, me too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I used to cry and listen to that on my CD player. <laughs> and 
It's so funny. I think about that now, and I look at him, and I'm like, what? What happened? <laughs> what happened to my perfect man? He changed. But, um, so, I, I'm, I'm just like, what's the difference? I mean, I have my ideas what the difference, but me right now, I'm, I want those things, but I don't feel lonely, or I don't feel like something's missing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want the same thing, so it's just interesting. It's like, so what, what define, what makes lonely? Right. Yeah. Mm. I could definitely agree. I think I'm like in the same place as you. Like I'm really, I actually feel like a little scared <laughs> to get into a relationship, to be honest, because I'm just like, first of all, like I'm okay with being um, single. Like I actually enjoy it. Like I could do whatever I want. Yeah. I could check in. I'm really, really busy all the time. And so I'm happy I'm able to just hone into my craft but like you said I, I do want companionship I do want like a husband like where you at like and kids further down the line but it's just like it's been a scary moment like okay but it's like I, my mom asked me the other day like who do you who's like who's your number one because like I had all these guys coming at me at once and then I cut everybody off and I'm just like nobody like nobody like I literally have I'm literally alone I'm not talking to anybody like it's just me. And I've never really been in that place before, I guess. I guess I have, but I haven't. Like in high school, which doesn't count. But as like an adult, mm-hmm. I'm like free, but I also want somebody to lean on as well, especially like when me, I want to cry because Jasmine knows more than anybody. I've been going through this like crazy anxiety, whatever it is out of nowhere like this week and like this that's been the moment when I wanted somebody to be there right. just to like hold me because it's just like a feeling that I never want to feel and luckily I have like my mom and my girls to like really 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 be there for me but sometimes you just want something like extra like I don't know what it is like somebody missing to really just be there <laughs> always so you know so that's that's like but I'm happy I know that because (laughs) because knowing that and like through singlehood you know exactly what you want and then I realized how important it is to you know it's good you want a guy to be ambitious you want you know him to love the Lord and things of that nature but I realized I also need a guy who's gonna take care of me like really take care of me emotionally spiritually i'm not saying financially but i mean i want him to be paid too i wouldn't be upset yeah. with a couple of <laughs> but just going through this mind thing that i've been going through lately has really made me feel like oh my god i need someone who could really take care of me spiritually and emotionally because it's just hard <laughs> no I, that was that's real i was i called a friend of mine I've been having a really difficult week too, just, just feeling, so like mentally I've been struggling a lot because there's just, like I said, I was like, I'm trying to figure out my life and that's difficult because I don't know where it's going in some places and I've been having, I've been having like anxiety and stuff. Mm -hmm. My grandfather recently passed away and when Mm -hmm. he passed away, it just, life is just different. Mm -hmm. So it was like... I was having these moments and I thought like, okay, well, it was like, I think I had like a really bad anxiety attack at like 2 a.m. And I was just freaking out, thinking about like dying and like 
yes. who was going to like take care of my grandmother? Who's going to take care of me? What am I doing? And I was freaking out and I, I had no one to call. Mm. I had no one to call. And, um, and I was talking to a friend of mine because I was telling her, I was like, you know, I guess I could make more friends, but like, I don't want to make no more friends. (laughs) Like, you make friends, and then you're like, dang, I'm stuck with this person. I really don't. I can't even. So I'm collecting more friends I can't talk to, potentially. Mm -hmm. But um, it's just interesting, because I had talked to her, and I was like, you know, some because I I think God is very intentional. Um, Yes. And so, you know, and and there's no shame. There's no, because I feel that, too. And Mm -hmm. I know there's no shame in us wanting companionship or anything like that. But then I'm also like, is, is, is this on purpose right now, God? Like, where I have to turn to you, to whatever right. this is, unearth mm. it with you, and not unearth it with someone else? Because for right. me, uh, and, 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 I can, and I can only speak for me, I know for me personally, a lot of times when I'm really struggling with being single and not having someone, um, it's because I'm really, for me, I'm really looking for someone to tell me it's all going to be okay. Mm-hmm. like that's really like my thing and you know the guy that I'm doing too much with I had to like stop talking to him for a month or so because I was becoming really obsessive mm-hmm. and wanting him to like you're not calling me enough doing this enough and I had I told my friend and I was like freaking out like I remember I went to church that morning and I literally was just crying like mm-hmm. if like in worship I was crying I was like this girl is still crying through the offering like I don't understand what's going on <laughs> I was losing it but you know, she was just like, there's things that you're putting on this other person that you really need to go to Jesus with. Right. Um, and that's not to shame wanting someone, because I want mm. someone too. But it's just like, what, God, what is it that in this you're trying to pull out, reveal right. to me? Because you're supposed to, you're my source, right? Mm. Right. So what can you reveal in this situation? And, and I keep on, I keep on reiterating not to shame because I think sometimes people mm-hmm. do shame us, right? Yeah. Like it's easy for someone to go, well, you just need to pray about it. Uh-huh. And yes, okay, I do need to pray about it, yes. but like it's not, it's not just one fold. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of layers. It is. It's just. But that's the only. Just going back to like lonely and single. That's the only time I'd be like, I feel yeah. like, and I like that you said, you know, you know, I was thinking like, oh, I would just wish there was that person that could be there for me always. And I mean, that is God at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why in the notes, like I a sour added, pill. <laughs> oh, sorry, God. Yeah, I guess. Thank you, you Jesus, for being here right now. <laughs> it's like, oh, you need somebody. <laughs> right? Certain things that trigger you. And that's yeah. why in the notes I asked, you know, those questions about um, what's a triggering. Yes, like when do you mm-hmm. feel lonely? What is it? Is it when you're around your friends mm-hmm. and you know that you mm-hmm. see them? Like, all, is it when you're out in the, at the mall and you see other couples laughing? And you know, mm-hmm. is that when you feel your loneliness? That's true. Or is it when you're sitting in your room by yourself and it's like, dang, I want to talk to somebody, and then you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's nobody but my mom or my cat or my dog, right. you know. When is, you know, like, really trying to target and figure out those feelings? I want to tell you something, because the other day, I was in my bed, right? And I was like, dang, like, I'm going to have to share this with somebody one day. I was all sprawled out. But good. I'm like, this is good. I need to enjoy this. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that, that trigger thing was, has been basically what I, I feel like I need. I need to talk to someone. So when you're going through those When I'm going times. through low times, yeah. I would like a partner to... Not, I don't want to put it on them, but I, I want someone them to just to share with. Yeah, right. no, I get, 
and share. Yeah, you just want some... Because I feel like, and maybe this is like my fantasy mind of like relationships, and mm-hmm. y'all can tell me like this is not this is not reality, Donna. But <laughs> in my fantasy mind, um, I imagine like that person who that my mate is like when I'm having this, I will. It's like that becomes my best friend, and that mm-hmm. best friend right. that I have access you to do. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you do like, you like you know, the correct. little things in your day. You like yeah. oh my god, you like oh my gosh, this just happened. <laughs> you sure. know, right? Yes, yeah. you do. You do have that you, that connection yeah. with that person. And I and in in those like low times, it's like I want to have that person. It's like but in, but then you know when you're talking about like you're like I'm a little like scared at the same time to get mm-hmm. into it I feel that way because I'm like if I'm having by myself like some of the things that I'm going through and I don't know if I can handle managing another person's like feelings or being considerate of them considerate. because <laughs> I'm like so or even this even this because I think for me the feeling lonely also relates to deeper issues of value Mm. right and needing and like kind of going back to needing someone to justify me there you go so what do I so I'm like well what's going to happen when I'm potentially in this relationship and I'm needing something from him Mm -hmm. and he doesn't give it to me so and I think that's just where (laughs) compromisation I don't even know if that's a word but we have to compromise together and no no compromisation uh, compromisation. Okay. Yay. Compromisation. Come on, teacher. <laughs> Is that a word or not? But no, I think that's important where we yeah. have to be understanding. Like sometimes they're not perfect. They're humans too. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get everything 100% of the time. And sometimes you're not going to get everything that they're doing 100% of the times. Human beings, we can be insensitive. And that's when you have to talk that thing out with them and communicate with that thing with them. And then they have to take it or you have to take, cause it's not always them. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we have to take that, um, look and step back and say, you know what? I was wrong and own up and be like, I do need to be more sensitive instead of being insensitive to your feelings. And then, but one thing I wanted to talk about going back to, um, what Donna and Tiff just was sharing. And it mainly stemmed from our conversation that we had on, what was that, Thursday? Mm-hmm. Wednesday? So when I went to go... And thank you. Of course, bestie. Mm-hmm. So um, me and Tiff were talking, and she was saying, you know, when I'm going through this, just like she was sharing with us now, I would like to have a mate there, a companion there to mm-hmm. go through these things with. And so I just thought, like, you know what? And it took me back to just um, during the summer, I can't remember what month, Jarvis and I, we went to one of his friend's engagement parties. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they were having the engagement parties they went around the room and family members were given like little small speeches and his grandpa who had been married for i want to say 30 some years was like you know in your marriage in your your marriage you're gonna have trying times you're gonna have those low moments but y'all need to learn to stick that thing out y'all need to learn how to work this thing out i don't think we're designed to be alone because some days you're gonna have low days some days you're gonna have up higher days but on the times where you need that shoulder to cry on, that's why they're supposed to be there so that they can help you go through your grow throughs because you could drive yourself mad going through these things alone. So it's important to have a support system and who better than your mate, your spouse. Mm-hmm. And so then it inspired me to go and research. I was like, cause you all know, I like research and I like yes. to look up stuff. And I ain't been on it lately, but I was just like, this is my passion. So as I was reading, I was like, so I just Googled, like, what is a godly husband? And I was just, and I started, (laughs) and I just wanted to know. And so it started giving me 
all of these things. So first it said, um, you, Christ says your husband should love, um, love like love you like you like Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. So we all know your husband should love you like Christ loved the church. Then it says, always be sure her, her emotional tank is full. One of the best ways to do this is to affirm her constantly. Let her know verbally that you value her, respect her, and love her. I have discovered that I cannot, I mean, that I simply cannot do that enough. And so it just made me think those affirmations, those words of speaking life into you on those low times. Imagine someone's just there, not even trying to just give you solutions. I'm trying to just hearing it's going to be okay. That's Mm -hmm. all you simply need at times. You don't have to be this drawn out speech, but just someone there telling you it's going to be okay. So no, I don't think you were wrong by pushing back because he's not giving you enough. If he's showing you that, like, I'm not going to give you all that you need Right. right now, then when I do need you, True, but I will I will say this in in his defense and my okay, okay. my mental shakiness. Um, <laughs> I I I think for me, I think it I think there's I think you're right because there are people where you, if you're in a relationship with someone and it's just like because there are dudes that I've definitely been with and been like okay he really is not a good person and this is like <laughs> this is not okay Donna you know and I think with him. Mm-hmm. He is a good person, right? Um, but I, I, because I've never like I've never been in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. and I and it's very hard for me to counter guys that are actually believers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just telling you that. Literally, listen. That is that. That's a very hard thing. It's like mm-hmm. that's even. And then, because there's a difference between a believer and a dude that just goes to church. Exactly. Yeah. Why is your, are y'all yeah. the same person? I feel like we're so They put out there the truth to find somebody who's already yes here, but a lot of times you meet them and their spirituality level is here. And yeah. You have to help them get there. But but you that know but, what, though? why? I don't. I I feel <laughs> I, I'm I'm like why? I, I think I need to I need to I think I need to read this from the Two Woke Girls podcast. Yeah, they put up something that made me sick to my stomach. To me, oh no, don't like, read it. Don't, do it. <laughs> don't you change I'm my scared. life or something? I'm scared. Okay, maybe this wasn't the right one. Okay, this wasn't the right okay, quote. Okay, but okay. but it does you like I it. get that, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna read it to y'all later. Yeah. I get that. I but. Why? It's like yeah. we're the women all the time. We, we have to yeah. bring you up. Yeah. We got to make sure you good, but why can't they make sure that we're good? We, why can't someone lead me spiritually? Why yeah. I got to put their spirituality on, on point? I She's so weird. <laughs> I just think it's different for everyone. I won't say it's no generic approach. You won't have to help him or you will have to help right. him. I think there's some someone out there for everyone. Sometimes you can't get a man with the total package have his spiritual life together but then a lot of times a lot of times women are the ones that um do i guess reveal to you that spirituality is the only way and you can't make it choke there's a lot of more women in church like when i look at my yes. church and any church i go is the oh, women are outnumbering the men three four to one mm-hmm. that is that's why okay i know it's real quick why do you think that is? I, I've been I've been asking this lately of men and of women why we think that is. I think I don't because know. it's our superpower. Women we're naturally spiritually inclined. Emotions that's spiritual based. Men are more logic. I just think it's our yeah. design. I don't think men are not mm-hmm. absolutely there in 
capable of being spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. I just think it's innate for us. And I think that's what is one of those things that make us women is our spiritual essence, our intuition that's spiritual led. I mean, that spirit, spirit led is intuition. And I just think that sometimes, no, all this, most times, I won't say all the time, but most times women, we are just spiritual beings and we understand the spiritual realm a little bit better at first the men not saying it's impossible and i've seen some very spiritual men and dang it every pastor you know is a, um a man so think about it pastors <laughs> pastors even say their wives bring them into um the pastor found the praise he said his wife it was he wasn't all that spiritual until he met his wife so i think so what sick. it is though is men rely on themselves more than anything. Oh my exactly. God, we are the same person. <laughs> yes. We are the same person. We are. Continue. Yes, it's like, men, they, they have this thought in their head, like, they're the leaders, they, I have to figure this out on my own. Women, mm -hmm. something happens to us, we are like, uh, Jasmine, Kobe, yeah. mom, uh, uh, I need help, and then of course God too. So we're yeah. like, let's go to church, let's get it, let's get through it. Men are like, I figured it out on my own and then they suck and then they finally end up with Jesus. But it's like, I think that's why. I yeah, because their ego. Yes. Their yeah. ego. And that's yeah. why a man isn't complete until you have a woman because we are that missing link to the, cause like you said, women, we often, we seek help. We just want to know like, I'm <laughs> I the crazy one. I need to go get somebody to confide in to like, to know, to bring me out of yeah. this rip. But I would ask you this question. Do you feel like that idea that we can bring men to a certain level spiritually is what gets us in trouble. Mm, so I, I can say, I can say <laughs> yes. I mean, here I'll say it like this. You can't save anyone that don't want to be saved. So can't save, can't save, can't save him, can't save her, can't save them. Can't save, yeah. So I would only say help someone to the extent of them their own wanting. So if they don't want it, I won't try to help you. I'm not trying to force anything. I can't force anyone. I'm just going to lead by example and tell you the best advice. And the advice I have is 100% spirit-based. Uh, so if you can't digest the spirit-based information that I'm delivering to you, then that's okay. You're not a bad person. You're just not for me, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I'm constantly like, only way we gonna work is if you in spirituality and you a believer and you this and if, and if you don't get that then and then they're clearly not getting it and I'm still trying to press it on them then it's like I'm already set myself up for failure. I have so many things to say. Okay, so I Go think ahead. it's like this with the spirituality thing. I hope this comes through my through my voice right. <laughs> like basically, what I'm trying to say is that oh my god. Okay, it feels like society even on social media men will post over and over again oh you gotta be with us from the the get-go from the beginning or we have to we have to you have to get a girl that's a ride or die or a, you gotta be with me when i'm broke why nigga like why i gotta be with you like i i will do it but it's just like i think it really goes back to who god divinely has for you mm -hmm. and so um and i think as the earlier you get into a relationship the more you don't you're not really settling because you're starting together y'all mm -hmm. both broke y'all both you know are developing spiritually but as you get older and older and you start to get to know yourself mm. you're not gonna want to be with the guy who's like dirt poor and ain't got his mind right like i think that's kind of like the difference but i think that whoever you choose like you said 
and whoever God chooses for you is going to be the person for mm-hmm. you and it's going to be able to give you exceedingly and abundantly all that you could think or even ask for so that's what I'm waiting on and it's not necessarily like he has to do this 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 and that I know what I want what I want but ultimately I know I want what God has for exactly. me exactly do you feel like um one, I have a question. Do you feel like we're more likely to women, especially Christian, we're more likely to commit to a man who maybe spiritually isn't there, but financially is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just or find it stable. Like, I say this because I, I guess I say this because I feel like so many times I find us more so compromising men's, and not, and not even trying to be like we're gold diggers. But but it's like, <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. But you want a dude that's financially stable. You want a man yes. that you can see yourself building a life with. That's not gold digging. That's mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the future for me and my children. Survival. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I want so, my family to. But I feel like sometimes we'll, uh, we'll accept a man who's more there mm. than a man who is there spiritually. And and I'm just like, why why do we compromise that so much? Is it really because we think we can bring them up or is it because we're not trusting in who God has for us? Mm-hmm. Because I think back to the verse, you know, you're supposed to be with people you're equally yoked to. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that is big in relationship, but I I also just recently because I think of friendships, through friendships too. You want yes. people you're equally yoked with that you you know, and and that's the uh, that's so, hard to find someone equally yoked because you can be a different you're right, you could be at different spiritual levels. Especially if you're really diving into it, like where I am, I'm like, am I gonna meet a guy that's here with God? Mm-hmm. You know, but I can't see myself, especially because I can't see myself committing to a man to make decisions in mm-hmm. hard times whose God is himself and not God. Exactly, because right. we're so, going to be through. Yeah, so it's like it, it's a it's a risk. Like okay, because I know people who have married dudes who like I have a friend who married a guy who was you know she was very about it and she brought him to it and he was very about it they got married times got tough he's left that completely mm. right and i've and i've seen that happen a, a couple of times where it's that's good they they never really had that foundation they never really had that for themselves it's, ugh, it's just so complicated because <laughs> because you're mixing you know because there's like the the trust in god right of the aspect of it and then there's also like your seeing in the world, you know, and like hearing things like this is what you should do as a woman. You should be this, you should do that. I heard mm-hmm. girl, I've talked to this one guy, he was he was this girl he was dating for a long time and he broke up with her and I was like, well, why'd y'all break up? He's like, well she knows she wasn't doing what she needed to be doing. <laughs> Which was what? what is Which that? was supposedly she, he wanted her to be the wife to him, basically. To to do all the things that his wife would do. And I looked at him and said, but that's not that's not your wife. How can you want that from me. he's like well how am I supposed to commit to her if I can't see her do it and I'm just like is this really what you think like we're just here to take care of you girl <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so what um I'm curious how do you I'm curious just talk <laughs> I was like, just, I was, here, I was like what are you thinking I'm, my mind is is going all over the place but I've been okay I think jazz what you're saying you know it is important to be able to find someone that you can, you know, confine in, like that safe haven, and have that person. But what about those times in the relationship? Because you can still be in a relationship mm-hmm. and still feel lonely. You can still feel alone. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get yourself through those times, mm-hmm. you know, when you feel like that? I'm not oh, even, I want to hear. I'm curious So I think part. it's important, even when you're single, to find, you know, to be able to, I know that you want someone to kind of, you know, but you have to, 
be able to bring yourself, you know, out of those situations too. Mm. And for me, I'm, I was the only child for seven, eight years. I was kind of, my childhood really helped me be able to be comfortable in my aloneness. Mm. I played by myself. <laughs> I played house by myself. You know, I did a lot by myself. So as a, you know, teenager, as a young adult, when, when I was by myself, I was okay with that. And I'm not going to say that it wasn't times where I, you know, I, I've had my, my, my tears. Like, I want somebody to be, you know, I want somebody to talk to. But it came and left because I was just like, you know what, let me just, I, I found other ways to make myself happy. What do I like to do? What do I like to spend my time? You know, what do I enjoy? What makes me laugh? What makes me happy? Mm-hmm. And I indulged in those things and took the focus off of me just not being, being me being by myself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Do you feel lonely ever in your relationship now? Mm-hmm. You guys haven't hit that patch of like We haven't. <laughs> I'm not speaking that on like, you. And then and a lot a lot of people say, Oh y'all still like in y'all honeymoon phase and we still, you know, two and a half, almost three years later, we still haven't it's still like that butterfly was telling Tiffany, I still get mm-hmm. those butterflies when I see him. It's just Are like, butterflies necessary? That's just like a No, it's now. it's not. I'm just it's curious. Not. But I do. Like sometimes mm-hmm. when I see him like, Oh my gosh. I, I do get that feeling, and then, I mean, I think butterflies are necessary. I travel a lot for when work. When they die, when they die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the butterflies! Yeah. The no. Oh, I don't, think, I don't think they're supposed to die. Do you think love is a feeling? I think love is a feeling and a choice. I know a lot of people choose choice nowadays, but I don't believe that it's a choice and a feeling. Do you think love is a feeling? Yeah. Do you think love is a feeling? Scientifically, I think that. Because <laughs> I, I, I have, I, I read a book. Uh, have you read a uh, Psychology I, of Love? No, I read. Um, oh, I want to read that. I've heard people talk about that. So I, I have, forget like, the name of the book. But is it talking about oxytocin? So it doesn't talk about that. It talks about how when you first meet someone, mm-hmm. you have like a, a feeling or like a reaction. Yes, and then that goes away. And mm-hmm. so it talks about like true love actually really occurs when the. And that doesn't mean that necessarily mm-hmm. it, it has to go away. But mm-hmm. it was like when it comes into choice mode, mm-hmm. that's when you're really diving deep into, like, the love of mm-hmm. it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a choice. So for me, I don't think love is a feeling. But that, but that's also because <laughs> that's also because I think about, like, for instance, and it's different. Like, I had a podcast. I was talking to my friend. And I was like, is love a feeling for you? And she was like, yeah. She's like, everyone I think of that I love, I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her. I think of like my mom or my brother and I have I don't have a feeling for Mm -hmm. any of them but I know like I love them like I know Mm -hmm. that I will literally die and kill for these people Mm -hmm. but there's no like emotional feeling so yeah and then I also think back to like God is love right Mm -hmm. um and I would say that like I remember I was really struggling in the beginning of like me being like okay I'm gonna focus on God because I thought that I should be feeling something all the time or or if I'm feeling this like this means God is present all this mm-hmm. and I saw this like you know how they got them little images you know like the one where Jesus has the bear behind his back I hate mm-hmm. that image yes. that's so true that's just a side note and so I, true. I hate I'm that like, picture okay. I was like I hate that picture it reminds like, me every time he's full yeah like, all right uh, that way. but it's like <laughs> but then you think about it and you're like oh like that's real though Jesus <laughs> right? but um there's another one and it's a train and it's um and it has like feelings at the back 
and it was saying that like you don't like your relationship with God doesn't need to be a feeling it's a belief and it's faith it had faith before feelings right mm -hmm. so for me I'm always like I don't think love is a feeling because mm -hmm. I've just but but that's no, just for no, me and, and doesn't mean that like I you know agree. it isn't but that also no, I, I might be a sociopath because I've told I've told my boyfriend <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, no, I've told my boyfriend plenty of times like we not married I don't have no kids by you. I don't have to be here because he, you know, sometimes he feels like, oh, you're going to leave me for, you know, he has some insecurities and mm -hmm. things. You're going to leave me for a man with better, you know, more money, better looking, uh, taller, man, whatever, you, you know? Mad, like, and I'm yeah, like, nigga, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's what I want to say. But you really want to feel what I'm feeling. I'm like, I don't have to be here if yeah. I don't want to be here. I choose to, mm -hmm. you know, communicate and talk to you and, you know, be around you every day. It is, this is a choice for me. And I choose you. Uh, what, yeah. what so it's both. Yeah, I, I what I think, too. though, is you need a feeling to choose. Like, you feel That's like you true. want to choose that person. To want to choose someone every day, to me, is a feeling. Like, oh, my Definitely. God. Like, but when that feeling's you. gone. Feeling, yeah, when you're mad at them. No, you no, I don't make that choice. But you also yeah. make the choice to not put yourself in situations like of temptation. Like I think mm -hmm. there's a guidelines for like a relationship and like because people could like just go away when they feel mad or sad or you yeah. know oh, I'm gonna go to the club or something or I'm gonna go talk to my coworker that's fine or something you know yeah. Yeah. and they open themselves choice. up to interferences. Mm -hmm. But you have to have to make sure that you're protecting your relationship constantly. So I feel like the feeling won't go away if you're protecting it, if you don't allow it to, to the outside world to infiltrate your relationship. I think that's the only way it could go away. I think mm -hmm. the feeling is, um, but I agree with that. I definitely agree. And the only reason why I say, based on your feeling, feelings are, are hormonal releases, secretions in your body. Ultimately, so if we are angry, we secrete um, cortisol, the, the stress hormone. When we're happy, we secrete um, dopamine, mm -hmm. so the happy hormone, or oxytocin, or women secrete estrogen and males secrete testosterone. When we, um, it, people that are testosterone junkies go bungee jumping for this feeling, this rush. Mm -hmm. So I think feelings are not constant. You're not going to feel them. 24-7, you're going to get sparks and spurts of that feeling throughout your day, throughout the week, throughout your life, or your relationship, per se. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when they do romantic gestures or you do thoughtful things and, hey, I made you lunch. Oh, that made me feel like you cared about me. Or, hey, I um booked her. I got you these surprise tickets to the Beyonce and Jay-Z concert. <laughs> like, oh, that made me. So it's just like you're constantly finding little ways throughout your relationship so that the feeling doesn't die. So you mm -hmm. constantly, that's why they always say, court your, your significant other till the end of your lifetime because that will keep that feeling. But once you get complacent, you get Cadillac, you like, I got her, she ain't going nowhere, he ain't going nowhere, and you stop sparking up those, um, those uh, oxytocin or those testosterone or those... Um, hormones, let's just say those dopamine causing hormones, then that's when ultimately the relationship died when you stop courting them, when you stop dating them, because you stop producing that feeling as to why we what brought us together in the first place. That's what I think love has to do with. Have so, you all done your love languages? Of mm -hmm. course. What are yours? Mine is affirmation and touch. I think. What's yours? Mine's affirmation from like thousand <laughs> percent what's your two 
Huh? One note two. What's number two? Oh no, <laughs> it's it's touch and like spending quality time together as well. Mm-hmm. But like, you better tell me I look good and I'm amazing. Quality time and acts of kindness. Acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I was thinking about how about yours? Or mine? Um, <laughs> I think mine were. They've changed a lot. Gifts are always at the bottom. But it's funny because the way I give love is I will give gifts. Yeah, same. But, like, if you give me a gift, I'm like, that's not what I want. Yeah. But I want this hug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think my two were acts of service and quality time. Acts of that's service was my, in my top three was tied. If you, like, consider and, like, do uh, yeah. Wash my car. Oh, my gosh. You're the best. You folded all my clothes. Oh, my gosh. Clean this house. <laughs> I think I'm going to do all of the love languages. <laughs> right? But y'all, okay, I still keep coming back to this 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 loneliness thing because yep. it really is like an issue and it can be an issue even if you're still in a relationship. And I say that because I travel, my work, my job requires me to travel, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm fine. I can, you know, go travel, still talk to you, still FaceTime you, still, you know, and even though I do like, I want to be touched, I want to be held, you know, so yeah, I do miss the person that I'm with, but I can do that mm-hmm. and be fine. But I know for my significant other, he's like, you know, when are you coming back? I can't wait to see, you know, because yeah. his, you know, love, love language, language is that company. That's right. Men, so so it's still going to be an issue. You know, how do you, when you're in a relationship and you still want to have your own separate life, you know, you still want to hang out with your friends, you want to have your career. But this person, you know, you're with is like, I'm alone. I'm, I'm lonely. When are you coming home? When are you, you know? Well, I don't know, maybe I think that, I think it depends on how you do yourself, because I'm so okay with being alone. I know you're okay with being alone. You got soul feeling. You got your amazing job. You you know yourself. Yeah. Like, you know. So when you, like, know yourself, you're good alone. Like, you're good being by yourself when you're, like, I feel like not know yourself, but I feel like if when you're there's feeling. something else. Like, what, like yeah. what I was saying. For me, the times where I feel lonely, it really has to do with I'm like wanting someone to value me, mm-hmm. and it's because I don't I don't think that about myself. Like I like I had to get off, I, and not because I have anything against it, but I had to get off um, dating online mm-hmm. because I was like at a quicker rate I am being revealed. It's being revealed to me all of my insecurities because I would go on like meetups with these dudes who. Really, if I sat back and looked at him, been like, I don't really want to be with them. Like, they, mm-hmm. like this ain't my husband. Like, this Girl, just he's I'm not like really us. that good looking. But there was something, <laughs> there was something in me that if they didn't call me, I just felt like a, I was just like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, I'm oh, why am I? Oh, am I awful? Am I not pretty enough? I'm not smart enough. All this, and this is from someone who I, in my logical mind, wouldn't want to be with because it wasn't. It's not about them. It's mm-hmm. about there's something in me that's broken that I think another person looking at me is gonna it's like as if I think through osmosis them valuing me is gonna make me value myself Mm -hmm. so it goes back to what you said you're like but when I'm secure in who I am Mm -hmm. and know that I am enough I can be by myself because Mm -hmm. it's like I don't need that person Mm -hmm. to fill that space so I mean the thing is is if that other person is needing you to make them not feel lonely there's one there's one thing right just Mm -hmm. as a couple like hey you know i want physical a lot of men's things is physical Mm -hmm. touch you know Mm -hmm. and so if they don't have that they feel some type of way but 
if you're like in a relationship and you see it being that and, that, and that's why I said for me, I had to step back because I knew it was beyond. Right. I just want to talk to you. Was like, where are you? It's been two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, girl, what are you doing? Sitting at the house, wait. Yeah. But it's right. just like there's yeah. something else. There's mm-hmm. something deeper. It's no, also that's why I, I posed that question. Yeah. That's real for some people. Mm, that and, is real. And I've struggled with that in my relationship. And I think it has a lot to do with when you get in a relationship, I know me, I can kind of just pour my whole every ounce of myself and I lose my identity mm-hmm. in that relationship. So it's when, and, and they say this, be careful not to lose yourself exactly. in the relationship. You have to have your own identity. Right. That person has to have their identity and then your relationship has its own identity. So mm-hmm. it's like three different entities in right. this whole scheme of a relationship. Yes. So when yes. you, yes. Um, going back to Kobe's question, what do you do when you feel like, Oh my gosh! If they go here, I miss them so much. I can't. So it goes back to you need to find some. When I had to tell myself, I need to find something to do. I need to have a hobby. I need to have an extracurricular activity. I need to start a business. I need to do something so that I can put my energy into that thing, so that I'm not just sitting back at the house waiting for you. When you're gonna gonna come back home? Because that's gonna drain your partner. Yes, and another thing is like when two people have their own lives. That's what keeps people interested. I think mm-hmm. that's what keeps the love there because, like, you're constantly admiring somebody who's living their best life and exactly. loving themselves. I don't know what it is about that, but I definitely think the like you said earlier, you already know like the reason why you're not lonely ever. Mm-hmm. You play with yourself as a kid, and you know you already had that sense of security mm-hmm. within yourself. You had to find that early, mm-hmm. and so like, you know, the men are just. But women and men, if you're in a relationship, I think you do have to, as a partner, have to make sure that they're feeling loved as well. Like, you know, you don't have to worry about nothing. You know, pushing them up, getting those working words of affirmation. Reassurance. They need reassurance as well. Yeah. So reassurance is healthy. I definitely agree with that. And then what Tiffany just said. You gotta constantly be doing something so that it's just, so they can always admire you. So when we think about it, mm-hmm. in the first place, what drew them to you was they admired. Oh, she's top of the class. She mm-hmm. owns her own. This, she does. But then if you get in a relationship and you stop doing the very you thing that they happened? admired you for, then it's like you kind of get bored, or you you could get bored, or you could just get disinterested. Uh, uh, so. It's so hard. That's why you have to force yourself. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pulling <laughs> tug of with yourself. Because like I found myself like I'm like, why am I not spending enough time doing the very thing that you found attractive about me? Right. Like and and just because I want to spend all my time with you and give you all my all of me and it's like you can easily like a fl- fire will begin to flame and burn beautifully but if you cover and smother the fly- fire it's going to dim out so you constantly mm, land on one. <laughs> you land on your relationship like i want to be here 24 7 but you're not letting it flourish and have that time it's a, a balance between being there and giving that healthy distance and sometimes people for some reason get the misconception that if i'm there all the time that that's gonna make the relationship better, but that's not true. Or make them not go away. Or make them not go away. That's, you can't stop anybody yeah. from leaving. That's, that's like real. the, that's a really, uh, so I was talking to a friend of mine and like there's this guy that she started talking to and they're, it, the scariest thing is when you meet someone and they're not a piece of crap. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you're like, I really like him, but you know he's a yeah. piece of crap. So like, you know, you just let it flow. But um, it's a scary <laughs> thing you meet someone, they're not that. And you, for me, 
um, as a single woman who wants companionship, you know, and, and I'm in a lot better stable place, but, and if they're Christian, it's like, you have this, like, I feel this, like, thing in me, this quiet voice in me that's like, I don't want them to go away. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like a little bit of, like, fear that either them getting to know me will make them go away, or just, I'm just afraid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, when am I going to step on, like, a landmine and, and they're boom, they disappear, <laughs> like, I blow them up, you know? But it, it's just, oh, it's true, man. Yeah. It, but, so I think the smothering is, like, a part of it. It's mm-hmm. like, you just are like, if they're not, if I'm not here, we're not constantly talking, like, mm-hmm. I might slash your tires. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was watching something and like a woman did something really crazy and I was like, you know what? I understand. <laughs> like I, I I get I get it. I get why you killed him. <laughs> I understand. I was thinking about just because I've seen I've seen a lot of my friends and stuff. Is like your family and your friends can really, especially if you're single, can make that even worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't I don't like I. My a girl, I heard my friend have a conversation with a girl, one of her friends, and she's just like, she already as a single woman wants companionship. And she's talking about how like she's been with this guy for a while and she know he ain't about nothing. Mm. But just wanting that so much, she keeps him around. But she was saying what even made it worse is every time she's done her family, they're like, why aren't you married? Or, or when are you gonna have kids? Or all of this. And that like even puts, I don't think, I just don't think like people realize how that puts an even heavier weight on you, mm-hmm. you know, the weight that you already have on yourself mm-hmm. when you're dealing with that, but then for people to be like, when are you going to do it? Mind your damn business, okay? Yeah. But also, <laughs> it's like, is it that easy? Like, do I just, like, mm-hmm. do you want me to just marry anyone out in these streets? Mm-hmm. No. Like, and I think that us as, you know, millennials, we really value, you know, companionship and really something that's going to last because yes. we've seen... Well, yeah. You know, the people who didn't make it. We've seen the cheating. We've seen mm-hmm. the lying. We've seen it all. We're like, Shoot, I don't want, right now. want that. People, uh, how old are y'all? I didn't think about that. 26. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're a little, oh, well, you guys are younger. I'm 30. I'm 31. I turned 32 this year. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> I joked with a friend of mine. I was like, we're just getting like, we're about to get the second batch of men. All, <laughs> the, men are, all the men are coming out of their, their first marriages. Because Liz, that's that real. True. Like, yeah, all the is. time. My mm-hmm. mom's like, she's like trying to, I don't know what she's trying to do really, but I'm like, mom, you know, God has somebody good for you. She's like, all the good men stay married though. I was like, mom, it's okay. Mm-hmm. The Their wife might have died. No. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I was like, no. get you a widow. My grandmother <laughs> was married to my grandfather for a long time and she's with her new husband going out on like 20, like yes. so, what, 26? So yeah, like 20 years. Yeah. So it is possible. It, it is. is. Like it is. I think, I think <laughs> the world puts such a clock, like, there's, I feel like the, the world puts negatively on us as women mm. uh, how we are aging. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's when we feel yeah, very yeah, negative about our aging. Got, you know, yeah, yeah. you so long. But you the thing is, how long have, think about how long have you been telling yourself you're getting old? I've been telling myself I'm getting, I've been getting old since <laughs> I was 18. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Or think of, like, if you think about, like, we have a prime right now. No, no, I agree. I we have to actively say that because I do say I said that yesterday when like, I was I mentoring somebody. Like, why we get better with time? That's I really that, feel that way. Listen, that is the truth. Angel ambassador, but I, I all the time, every time I meet a woman at her birthday, turning twenty three, turning forty, mm-hmm. turning whatever, it's always like I'm getting old. No. We no, always nigga. like so. And like, then you'll look back and be like, oh my god, I definitely was yeah. old because I started saying that at twenty two. I'm like. 
And now I'm thinking, cause like 22 is like boring. But ass. it's like the clock is like, like <laughs> from a very like, early age, like, which is like the clock yeah. is going down. I think that's just because that's a comparison thing. I think now, I I did say that yesterday. I was like, I'm older because I but can't I think, wear the same things that I was wearing when I was 20. You know, mm-hmm. walking like on the college campus. You know, I can't do that. But who says who? Like, I'm sorry. I, I just, like societal I just think the standards. World, I think the world, I think we feel this like quiet like, and I think it's just. I think it's also a thing. So that's one thing, right? It's like the that's one thing I think is a pressure on women is just our age, like aging in general. Like we feel that for some reason. Then it's the getting married and the having kids. And then even when it comes to like our passions in life and what we're trying to achieve, like I look at like my mom and, you know, I think for my mom sometimes, I think she feels like, I think it's, I think sometimes she maybe feels the pressure of like, well, what am I going to do now? And I look at her and I'm like, you have, if you, if God has blessed you to still be on this earth, you have something still to do. Yeah. Period. But I think as, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the treatment of us as women, but there's so many like ticking clocks put on us. Mm. Where, yeah. But do women put them, this on themselves? Because men, they don't think about a clock. How many, but well, because well, they don't have to. They don't have to. They don't have to. And because the world isn't put because yes. in the hierarchy of us, and, and this is just because this is just how the world works. It's men mm-hmm. and then it's women, right? And a lot of our standards, I, I personally thought like for a long time, I mean, this goes back to like thinking, I, I remember when I was in high school, someone said that it's probably at a church retreat, but <laughs> it was true. But it was just like, I remember saying like women give uh, sex for love and men give love for sex. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel like the whole reason we personally were doing, like I know me personally, I, I was giving up my body to men. It's because I thought that's what they wanted to get the attention, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's a very like clear thing to me where I saw myself doing what I thought would get them. And I feel like a lot of times even, you know, as women, like I feel like when we're like, okay, well, I have to like dumb down like maybe like my makeup or my sexiness and things of that nature. It's because we're, we're, doing something because men's standard is the standard we're trying to, or just getting that respect. I do think we put that pressure on ourselves, but I think the reason why we put that pressure on ourselves is because the world has told us this is the pressure we have to hold on to. Right. Exactly. That's, you know, and, and I think we combat it. Like, you're saying, you're like, no, here's what's true. Like, we're in our prime. I'm going to be sexy my whole life and my black whole don't life. crack, right? It does mm-hmm. not. That's yeah, truth, girl. right? But we have to speak that to ourselves because if yeah, we, we fall back and we look at it, we see these men who are like, you know, they're in their 40s and they marry 20-year-olds. Nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, it's like, that's just like a quiet, <laughs> you know. I mean, yes. Okay. Yes and no. I agree. But it's like, there's these quiet messages constantly to us that we are we are less valuable as if there's not something in our looks or in our status or in things like that as women. I, I Even like I was thinking about actresses, they were talking about, it's hard to find roles for actresses in their 40s. Mm. Like films and roles for that. Like you'll see, if you look at movies, right, you'll see these older men and the girls that are their opposites are always like 20 or something like this and they're young and it's like quietly, these things are like, these messages are being put in our heads. Right. And then we adapt them and then we believe them and it's just like, we gotta, we gotta fight. Gotta fight. It's like the yeah. devil. Yeah. You got your mind. Like that yeah. prayer you did. You gotta yell at it. Yes. <laughs> Stop it on its head. But you know what? That's why we really have to break down the difference between mm. between being alone mm. and lonely. Yep. Because the difference is 
when you're lonely, you start doing things that are not godly. Yep. You start, um, like you said, that girl who who's still with the guy who knows she knows not her husband. That's because she's not valuing herself enough to be like, no, I want better. And it's hard because you want to stay attached. You want to have people around. But in order to get what God has for you, you have to let everything go and put it into his hands. Because we can't be like in this gray area. So, um, and then also it's like, um, we'll start giving ourselves to people. We'll just start, just when you're lonely, you start seeking out people that aren't good for you. But when you're alone and you're secure and you're doing stuff you want, you take singleness as a lesson. You embrace singleness and you be like, okay, what do I need to learn? Okay, I know God's going to give me the desires of my heart. So, okay, he must be shaping me right now. Let me enjoy this moment of being selfish and and happy and really be able to give all I can into my projects for now. It's not that I'm, you know how they always say, you know, the woman, she's just so career driven. She don't have time for a man because she's too independent. No, while God is preparing me, I'm going to put all I can into my work. And this is the time to do and that this when, is you're, the time when you're to single. Do that. Exactly. Yeah. Who, who is in the, I'm trying to think, who is it in the Bible who talks about uh, singleness is like the time? I can't remember. Oh, Lord, you know my heart. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, this yeah. is our singleness is the time to, this is the time when we can really like focus in and like ask God okay well what are the things this is a dangerous question because he will answer it <laughs> or bring to surface all the things like make me into who you want me to be right mm-hmm. it's right? scary mm-hmm. yeah because he will start bringing that stuff up to the surface right yes. and you're like mm, no Jesus right. <laughs> you you like I want to do this it's too much this is my passion I wanted <laughs> yeah. this now you're telling me I can't do this right and I don't even think like um, you have to be whole or anything to be in a, a good relationship. God will bring you the person at the right time. Yep. Doesn't mean right that time. you'll be all fully like mm-hmm. perfect. It might be you just need that person to help you elevate mm-hmm. or you know. So I think it's just waiting on God's timing is and is it. Having faith in his goodness. Yes. I think I think sometimes like like I've had many friends and I've had this thought too where I'll meet a guy who's like a Christian guy and I'm like I'm not attracted to him mm-hmm. this guy is really not cool I'm, and i'll think jesus please don't let this be my husband uh-huh. but it's like this the, <laughs> just oh, don't I, let this be that was not me don't let this be don't let this yeah no it is important but i think but i think sometimes i think sometimes we think like god is gonna put us with someone who we won't like <laughs> right we won't like like and i can that's, even think about that in, in career things like being in entertainment you know, sometimes I get worried, like, with the things that I'm creating. I'm like, maybe is God going to turn me into one of these Christian movies where it's <laughs> terrible? You know, and it's just like, it's just, I think well, it's so. I think that's kind of stuff, too. Right. But the thing is, it's like, well, what am I thinking of God? Mm-hmm. Like, that's really Ooh. it, right? So so if I'm thinking this of God, then how am I, how do I see God? I see God as someone who gives me things that I don't want. I see Ooh. God as someone who is not going to bless me with. Wow. Okay. Like, ser- like, ser- like, if you if you hear if we listen to the things that come out of our mouth, wow. or even I listen. This has been like a come to Jesus for me because this is like God told me. He goes, and I've asked God repeatedly about this guy. I'm like, okay, God, is he for me or not? And God told me he is mine. You are mine. And if I want you together, I'll put you together. Hmm. He told me that, right? Like that. Right. But how I am looking at God through my own like insecurities about my or my lack of faith, yeah. I will do too much. Because I'm trying to hold on to something. God has already told me 
if you are meant to be together, I will put you together. Mm. But there's something in me, in my lack of faith, where I don't think God is good enough. Yeah. I'm not trusting him, mm. and I'm not believing if this man is not for me, he won't bring me something better. better. Mm. So our, our career, my girl, our, mm. if, you, if you really look at your actions and stuff, it's, 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 it really tells you where you are okay. with God, heart-wise, your faith, yeah. and also how you see him. That's wow. so good because I think when you're single, it's just good time to. It's either a good time to date or a good time to be alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think there's different seasons like that. But going back to what you said, like y'all all know, there was this guy who was dang near perfect, and I was praying the opposite. I was like, okay, let me keep dating him to see if this is the guy for me because he was perfect, like yeah. perfect. But I just couldn't get jiggy with it. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you, I've tried a lot of things. Like, just make, a, it, make me happy. I was like, me love him. God, like, why can't I like this guy? He's amazing. He's perfect. Like, he's Christian. Like, hey, yeah. he treats me right. You know? And so, but I was just not feeling it. And then it kind of made me feel weird. Like, me cutting him off finally. Me like, okay, God, obviously, I prayed about this. You, right. obviously, obviously, he's not the one because you're not making my heart move at all. And so... But it had me thinking, like, oh, my God, am I ever going to find a man as good as this guy? Right. Like, oh, my gosh. But when you just said, like, hey, you know, why don't we think that God's going to give us that perfect person just yeah. for us? Like, uh, he's not for you. That means there's somebody better that's perfectly crafted for you. There's yeah. this there's this book I'm reading called Uninvited, and it's about rejection. And and this is, like, a message I feel like God has placed in me because it, it resonates with me. And it's operating out of a place of scarcity, mm. like believing there's not enough. Instead of believing in the abundance of God. Right. Real. Yeah. And that's like a two, yeah. like, it's uh, being in the world mm-hmm. and being yeah. in Christ. Because the world will tell black women yes. there's not enough good black men mm-hmm. that, right. but that we're not uh, desired and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But if you are living in abundance and what God has for you, you're going to attract that because God's going to give you. The, well, there's more. The, if, God, if God is the God of this universe, you think he can't bring you one man? That's, like, that's, how, that's what I'm saying, and, and I have Not to like, easily. I have to like yeah. think about it. I'm like, okay, well, how do you see God, Donna? Because if your God is as big as as the Word says He is, and as you say you believe, mm-hmm. then He's the God of this universe, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so why she are right, you chasing right. for wow. it? I mean, that's real. It's like, why are you chasing for it wow. when you're saying you believe that this is who God is? You really don't. So you're countering your yeah, you really, your you, prayers. You're being, yeah. you really don't. Ooh. Or, Ooh. or you're saying. Wow. Oh my gosh, yes. Words left unsaid. But the craziest thing is it goes so much more <laughs> beyond a man. It like that's for everything in life. Yeah, like this fear. Yes, it, it is. is. This, yeah. Everything. It is. Career, everything. Finance. Art like enemies. Hell. Like when it, I, cause I, I, you guys probably have talked about forgiveness before, but like when I even think about like forgiving people or seeing people who have done me wrong, the way that God wants me to see them, and when I don't want to let it go, is because I'm not trusting that God is who He says He is and He is my Avenger. I am not. I'm not. It's a lack of faith, and it just mm-hmm. sucks to like yeah. realize it. It's like Donna, you don't want to do this because you really don't think God is who He is, and that's something you got to deal with. You got to go to him and be like, what is it? I've been in counseling for like six years too. So, <laughs> but, but like one of the things in that, and I've done a lot of different counseling things 
like church things I've just been it's been really like and it was something I was thrust in that God thrust me in hmm. I was in this group and I just happened it was like a meet group and it was like a mentoring group and I had just like a meltdown and one of the women who was running it her sister was a counselor so she hmm. was like come and talk to me and that's what started that journey of like healing but one of the things that's been constant is like where you feel brokenness or loneliness ask God what is that connected to and ask him to bring his truth to it because he'll bring up the memories of like you feel this way because when you were five you were told that you weren't this you weren't that and you held on to that and he's like I want to heal that and bring my truth to that Hmm. and who do I say you are Mm. and I think there's a lot of broken things in us that we think it's just I'm just lonely right now I want companionship yes Wanting desire and companionship is natural. Wanting human touch, you know, and wanting someone there is natural. But some of those things are broken places that you just really need to bring to Christ. Got to get to that mm-hmm. root. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That root is really real. And I needed that. Girl, yeah. I mean, and it goes back <laughs> to, like, you are, your fruit reflects what's going on. Yeah. So if your words, your actions, it's, it's our fruit, man. And it's really, I mean, shoot, that's something. I'm done. Like, uh, like this is not, and this, I'm not even saying this because I'm like above it. It's because I'm going through it. Right. And that's what our podcast yeah. is about. Things that we <laughs> real, real life going through and we're yeah. healing as we heal, help y'all heal with us. Yeah. If you are a single woman though, I want to tell you guys this. It's fun and it's okay. And I think that people should, like I said earlier, it's, you're either supposed to be dating or you're supposed to be alone and developing. Um, and within dating though, it's I feel like what I've learned is to take it lightly, but take it seriously, like Mm -hmm. date with intention. But when you're dating, you can start getting a lot of people in, five people in who are interested in you. But if none of them are your husband, you have to be truthful with them. You have to be truthful in exactly what what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's okay to like hang out with guys, but if if you're feeling like they're not the one, I feel like, you should tell them or say like, hey, yeah, I do just want to be friends. Really? And then because sometimes we do want a male counterpart to just talk to. Mm-hmm. and yeah. But it's not right to just lead him on. Or to use him. Exactly. Or to use him. So you have to make it very clear to say like, hey, like, I'm not about that. I just need a friend right. um, to just, you know, talk to. And that could be a little hard. But I, yeah. right. I think that's a big thing. Um, something that God had to take me out of was um, – I would, okay, when I was really bad, (laughs) I would specifically, like, talk to men on the side for comfort that Mm -hmm. weren't Christian because I knew I wouldn't get checked Mm. when I was really in the depths of, like, like playing the game or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, two years ago, I mean, and that has changed where I was just like, okay, like, that's not, like, that's not cool. But... I was talking to some dude and I was having like a, a real situationship with him. It was just like kind of like on a, you know, sexual talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And God was like, okay. He was, he was like, first of all, this is my child and you are abusing him and using him. Mm-hmm. And so you say you are for me, but the way you treat my child says you're not. Ooh, right. And he was like, how do you ever expect to minister potentially to this person's life if you're just using them like everyone else? Right. I was like, that's tough. So, and I had a, and, and even though the dude wasn't in a place where he maybe could understand it, I, I, I just felt like I had to apologize to him. And I was like, you know, I'm really sorry because I've been using you for my own pleasure mm-hmm. and God has so much more for you and you are his child and it's not right for me to abuse you the way I did. Yes. 
and I and I and, and it, I guess it goes back to when we when we say you know these are all these people are your brothers and sisters in Christ, but the, your brothers and sisters in Christ are beyond mm-hmm. just the people in the church. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, that makes me think, and this is really selfish, but my mom always says this, and it's so true because I've seen it. Blessed are those who bless you, cursed are those who curse you. So, and especially, you never want to mess with like a child of God who's going after God's own heart. <laughs> but like, you don't want to mess with anybody, but. I guess it's another way of saying karma. Yeah. Like, I want to bless everybody I, I speak to, touch, but um, you have to be careful. Like, that's what the word says. Like, curse to those who curse you. Even those people that, you know, try to bring you down, try to knock you off your job or, you know, something like that. That's going to come back to you in a different type of way. So I always think about that when I'm making decisions. So if I ever think of something negative that I'm doing, I'm like, okay, look, I don't want this to come back to me. I already know how this works. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and bless everybody I possibly can so I can get some more blessings from <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> real, real, real. But um, um, just like, I think it's just going into like alone alone and loneliness really does um, root with like how you value yourself. And I think in the time of singleness that we all have to realize like with dating other people, you do start to see what you want in a man and what you don't want in a man. And so like take it for that face value and just like if you're not feeling that person or if that guy's not for you just think about what you learn from this situation so that you could develop as a person because i know it could get hard just dating all the time dating all the time but take that as like you know lessons learned because i've learned so much with the guy who was perfect i was like okay i know exactly how i want to be treated that's why people be like hitting me up and be like oh hey I, i like you this and that but they're not showing me actions and it, back in the day, I used to be like, oh, oh, you like me? Okay, so you want to go out? You're like, what you want to do? What you want to do? Like, now I'm like, okay, so when are you picking me up? Like, in my mind, I'm not even telling them that. So, but God really wants you. I know this for a fact. He will make it known, and he will treat you the way you're supposed to be treated. Like, I, at this point, I'm not, like, and I had to, like, through this dating phase, that's how I learned that someone's really into you. Like, I don't have to do anything. I just be here. I don't have to act like I, I don't even have to act like I like you. Like, I don't have to cook for you. I don't have to do anything, any of those things. I would, I would want to want to do that. But if a guy really wants you, you won't have to do anything. He'll be, like, asking you out, courting you, stuff like that. You give, like, positive energy if you like them. But for the ladies that are just, like, feeling like they feeling have like, to do something. Feeling like they have to mm-hmm. do something. Feel like, like this one guy, <laughs> I was told this guy. He was like, I'm going to come down and see you. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then he said something nasty, like, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. And I was like, well, I'm celibate now. So, um, and he was like, oh, okay, ha, ha, ha. Well, I still want to see you. And I was like, okay. Like, what? <laughs> like, so it's just you like, do you don't have thing. to do any of that stuff. If the guy is right for you or he really wants you, he's going to make it be known. He'll call you. He'll text you. He'll pick you up on dates. He'll treat you the right way. Um, and And that's so true and another thing for the single ladies out there or someone that's feeling alone you do not have to you don't have to act or pretend that 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 I got okay so for the ladies that's out there (laughs) for the ladies that's out there that are single you, you have to get in the mindset of the guy that you really really like because I've been there, the guy that I really liked, thought that was supposed to be my husband, supposed to be the one, you have to be okay with coming to the realization that that may not be your one. Y'all may not ever be together in life. 
But it goes back to what Donald was saying. Just because that's not your one, God has someone even a zillion, kajillion times greater than your mind can even, have ever even thought of, imagined, have ever even fathomed. So you have to be okay with, if you've been dealing with someone and you really thought that was the, the one, the end all be all, and things are not just working out for y'all, you have to be okay with potentially coming to the realization. Like, he may not, things may not ever work out. And that's just sometimes the hardest thing to do when you're in an unhealthy, toxic relationship or situationship mm -hmm. and it's not going nowhere and it's constantly going in circles. You have to come to those realizations like, may not ever work out but that's okay and I remember I was in college when I was going through my major situation y'all know mm. one of my teammates she told me like you know what things may not ever work out with y'all and I was just hurt <laughs> like how dare you tell me that she but I'm really? so glad she told me that shout out to Kirby like, hey. for real. and that really that was my aha moment my light bulb my wake-up moment like dang Things may not ever really work out with this man. I love him so much. I'm pouring my entire soul. Y'all know I poured my soul to this person. And I'm like, it's to think that I could give some so much to someone. I could love someone so so much, and and it, it can't be. And it, and it's no way on earth that they could ever be all that I need in a person. And I was just like, that's fact. And that's it's, fact. And it's like, but when I just I, imagine <laughs> when it is the right one. It is. now but now it's though, gonna be amplified amplified and i'm just like so thankful and grateful that someone was had the because that's that's you have to have courage to tell someone that that's not even just like your best best friend like imagine yeah, someone telling you that like he may not ever be the one and ever come around for you and i was just like and then it was that was the aha moment so that good. i needed that was the aha moment that i needed like how could you say that? But that's so real. That that is so, and then that was the time that I was. I'm not gonna say it was an overnight process. She told me that I was like, okay, bye, bye, Felicia. <laughs> right, three no, years it wasn't. Later. <laughs> it was three years. No, it was like a year later. I finally. But then I was able to. My mind had heard something that it needed to hear. It, it woke right. up a part of me like, okay, now I know I need to start doing what's best for Jasmine because mm -hmm. me trying to pour into this and doing what's best for us is clearly not working. So little by little, I was able to put myself back to pieces so that I can be whole and for the person that I needed to be with. But another thing for the single ladies out there. Can I ask you a question real quick yeah, though? Sure. Like when you were in that situation, did you like feel, did you have a, the intuition to know like this probably is not the guy for me? Yes, I absolutely okay. did. I knew it was toxic. I knew it always ended badly. I knew back in my in the back of my mind that we was probably never going to be together. I never could bring you to mama, daddy, mm -hmm. like stuff. I knew I could never I never even I imagined it, but I never imagined it going well, if right. that makes sense. But I still for some reason I always part of me wanted to give like this little hope, like maybe. Yeah, I'm like, well, let's try. We'll try one more time. I'm gonna try more, some more chances. <laughs> and, I've done that. Yes, let me let me just give you a little bit more chance, yeah. and maybe you might end up being the one that. But, and I think that's really good to tell single women, or because like I feel like in the back of your mind, you know, you might love somebody so much, so much, like unconditionally, but that person is still in the back of your mind. In your heart is not the one and you have to trust god enough to know like all right i have to let you go i have to i have to and it does take some trust in god and with trust in god that goes back to those seasons of healing and then those seasons of dating and i think both seasons are equally important like 
don't just shut yourself off to the world where like I ain't dating nobody. I'm gonna be in well unless you are. <laughs> I will say though, sometimes if you if it's hurting you more than it's helping you to date, mm-hmm. like for me when I had a cut off, it's like okay. Yeah, that's why so, I say it. But but if it's not, you're not that. I think you're. I, Yes. <laughs> I mean, right. That's why yeah. I say things and you're like, that's like what I'm saying. saying. I'm not just going to knock on your door and come. Yeah. You know? Like, what you want Mr. Wright to break into your house and find you? Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, <laughs> my robber yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, but don't, we shouldn't, one thing is I, if I could tell us is like, we have to stop living in fear. Mm-hmm. Oh my I feel God, like there's yes. such a fear, right? Like, even even just hearing, like, you think he's going to knock on your door, like, a part of me was like, I hope so, Jesus, because I'm stressed <laughs> out. But it's like, but but I, I, it's mm. a couple of things, right? Like, it's okay to date and all that. Um, if you can't date, like, if you emotionally are, like, overwhelmed and can't handle mm-hmm. it, that's the time you need to be yes, with God. Mm-hmm. But don't walk in, don't be in fear, right? Yes, like, don't no think that what. your time focusing on God and healing means that, that Mr. Right, you just won't meet them. Because you're not out dating and doing that. We this is we can't walk in fear. In all honesty, oh, it makes stuff. <laughs> in all honesty, <laughs> when it's a fresh wound, it may start off as fear. It may. It may when it's a fresh wound, but I think you need to mend yourself and heal yourself up to a place where you if that fear turns into faith. Well you manif- you work into it becomes faith. But I don't think you should date out of fear. That's one thing. Yeah. It shouldn't be fear led dating because that's what I was saying. It takes it's balance. One season, I I swear I didn't talk to anyone. I was I couldn't. I knew I wasn't holding. I hold, and I knew that I couldn't let another person into my space without being healed because it was just gonna end disastrous. But then I got into where I felt confident enough. I felt like I had the strength enough to go out and actually have these. Cause it was at one point I just couldn't even see myself with anybody than other than this person. And I was like, well, what's the point of even going on this date the whole time I was just thinking about this person? And I was just like, okay, I, I just need to come back, step back, get off the dating scene for a while, maybe, maybe like a year, okay. But, and just like really focus on self. And then when I was able to get back out into the dating scene, it was like nothing that was forced. It was nothing, I wasn't, pre- I didn't feel pressed. Like I need to hurry up and get a man. I, did, I didn't yeah. feel nothing. I was like, Having fun, micro dating, not to the extent I wasn't having fun, like just giving my body out to anyone, but I was having fun more since like understanding what do I even like? Who? Because I felt like I lost my identity in that relationship that I didn't even know the things I liked. I didn't know the things I enjoyed doing. I didn't know how I wanted to be courted, how I needed to be treated. Like, what was like, so when you go on these different dates, and you date a guy and he doesn't treat you like, oh, that's okay. That's not the end of the world. He's just not for me. He's still a good person. He's just not for me. Right. And then you go to the next guy and then you may like, okay, I like the way this guy held conversation, but then I like the chivalry in this guy. So I know I need a guy that has good conversation and has mm-hmm. chivalry. And then you just go along until you find the person that meets your needs and, of course, is divinely aligned with you. Right. Even though you're like, okay, chivalry, okay, uh, ambitious, tall, <laughs> and stuff like that. That might not even be the right guy that God has for you either. Mm-hmm. But you'll know when you know. <laughs> you'll know when you'll you know. know when you know that, oh, this is the guy for me. And despite, you know, his downfalls or his many accolades, like, I choose yeah. you. You have to be open because there are certain things, you know, we talked about men with kids, you know, men who have oh, been no, married before. <laughs> and sometimes we put those kind of mental blocks. Like, I don't want to date a man with kids. I don't mm-hmm. want to date a man. I you know, that's like mm-hmm. this don't, don't, don't. And then somebody, he may send you what you don't want. And you're like, yeah. wow. 
you might you find you know things that you once thought was a deal breaker mm. may not actually be so bad. Right. Or, what if God puts so you in that? I just say be life. open. Be open. Yeah, I think something you said that like really resonated me was the you were saying when you went back out there you weren't feeling pressed. Mm. And like I was just like, Oof. so if I'm feeling that, what's that about? Like I think I think that's so it would be that's what it should be right like mm-hmm. in the singleness like when you do date like a freedom mm-hmm. there should be a freedom with it there should be like a not a worry of like oh i gotta make it happen because god's making it happen exactly, exactly. so to not feel pressed also like not feeling pressed that way and not feeling pressed because of the age thing like that, I, just, I think clock. that's the I biggest think, that's yeah. like the biggest thing yeah really that's why is. i keep on I thinking about how... that like for my friends like mm-hmm. who, as we get older we're just like we'll win and and it just it's that fear. It's that feeling pressed and right, that's thinking, stomp on the devil. <laughs> right. Take the hill, put it in his Take back. the yeah. tom clock yeah. and kick it and shove it. But like, God is the God is the God of this universe who created everything, created time. So if He's handling your time, and if you really believe that, that doesn't and again doesn't negate that you won't want companionship. Want that. That's not Absolutely. what I'm saying. But it's just saying there's a freedom mm-hmm. in that trust where you're not feeling pressed because you're like mm-hmm. God. God has me. Yeah. Right. And I'm not perfect. I did slip up in my, and I was like, I felt lonely. Like I'm, I was like, do I still? It was really on some maybe ego driven. That's how I knew it was gonna end badly. Cause I was like, do I still got it? Cause I've been single for like, <laughs> it was quite some time. I was like, okay, like now I'm starting to wonder, like, do you still do got I it, man? Or no, I just really felt that way. That's so I just yeah. for all, all across I, all ages, that's I, a real yeah. feeling. And yeah. I just entertained. First guy, yeah. one night wasn't the first guy. He was fine, but I was—that's all oh, it was. Well, you start off on an A point. <laughs> it you, ain't been in, you ain't been in these streets like me. I had some men, and my friend was like, "He was ugly," and I was like, "I know, <laughs> I know that." Uh, uh, life is weird right now. <laughs> it was still yeah. empty. It was still I—I I felt empty. It was just like, uh, it was a dark monster, and I was like, "Yeah, I need to go back in the singlehood real quick and gather my life because yeah. that ain't the way to do it." So I know if you do mess up, dust yourself off and try it again. No mm-hmm. one's perfect. That's all we need, God. Also, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> also, I know women. Well, I know me and y'all, my friends. <laughs> Who are you talking about, Mister? <laughs> Is that when we do single ladies? When you do start talking to somebody, that okay, okay, this could make okay. So that does not mean that you're his girlfriend, like. And I feel like what we do as like as women is like we are dating, like we try to date and stuff like that. And we start dating someone, and then we feel obligated to be with that person uh, or or that first date. You talking yeah. about? I'm on a house with you, right? Girl, and, I already well, planned out what our yeah. kids gonna look like. That's a date. So, so hard. You just don't date. But women. that's the thing. Like, you like someone? Like how do you just like go? Like because like, then you're like you're you're gotta like, chill, no. relax just, because that pushes them away. Uh, and I just that. <laughs> You already talking about I'm a size seven in rings. It's oh, too much. I don't think it's really pushing them away, but I don't know why women get so attached to a person that's not even. Well, I don't know why I said I don't know why women. It's I do like, this, it's but like a rare um, meal, you know. It. Yeah, when you taste and it's good. You're like, I can't go nowhere else. Right, but, but you have to realize oh, once he good. make it exclusive, that's when y'all are boyfriend and girlfriend, and once you put a ring on it, that's when you're married. Like Trust. those are two things. If you're just dating and talking. Don't yeah, feel secure in that. Don't, don't get 
caught up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Know that. And don't feel like you have to just give yourself to this one person. Exactly. Too, I know sometimes we just, like, I'm just talking to this person and this person only. Yeah. And you don't, you know, leave yourself options to, you know, somebody may, you, know, you may run <laughs> it's into some, stress. <laughs> like, wow. You may, you may be dating somebody and then you run into somebody at the grocery store and it's like, hey, can I have your name? It's like, oh no, I'm dating somebody. You know, I'm talking to this no, person. You're not, no, you're not in a relationship. <laughs> I don't see a ring on your finger. So, yeah. right. you know. Exactly. Ooh, so y'all bet if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it, fellas. Just be open or be exclusive. Yeah. Right. Or be <laughs> verbal. Verbal that you want that monogamous like, relationship. Yes. Monogamous with you. <laughs> Only we agreed on this, right? <laughs> and I am not playing English because you, you know, we want to date intentionally because mm. our goal is to be married. That's another thing for anybody just dating people, like. Y'all have to talk about marriage once you get in the relationship, too, because I think it's okay, like, if you're exclusive, that, you know y'all are exclusive because y'all are working towards marriage, like, Mm -hmm. but you can tell from conversation with somebody is like, you know, so what you doing after this, you know, you can tell, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get the little hints, yeah, where where they're mine, and if it's really just trying to get you, you know, in a little black book, or if they really trying to, you know, grow and build and see a future with you. You can't can tell. tell. That's I can true. tell right off the bat. That's okay. real. You right. You right. Unless you're right. naive. And then I don't know. Okay, you might be naive. I don't know. But if you listen to the Soul Feeling podcast, <laughs> you ain't got to worry about, about this. Tonight, tonight, That's why you should go ahead and share it right now and subscribe. One more thing I want to hear real quick because I know we got to bounce. Um, <laughs> women that are single, we, we only talked about the women that are looking for for marriage. Is that all? Because some women are not looking for marriage. I and think. that's, that's cool. That's huge. And I will say something about that. Uh, I was listening to another podcast called Work Party by the creator of Create and Cultivate. And she had my favorite person on there, Marie Forleo. Oh, I love her. Yes, I love her. And so she asked the question, can women have it all, right? I said like this, <laughs> have it all. And so what she answered to this is yes, but having it all is not what society mm-hmm. is having it all. It's having it all is what you view what success is for you in your life. So if you don't want to be married and you don't want to have kids, but you want to have a lifelong partner, you can be with somebody and y'all both agree that this is what y'all want for your life. And that's success to you. And it might not even be wanting to have a partner. I want to date around for the rest of my life. So you have to think in your mind, what is is success to me, Mm -hmm. not what society's success is. And so you go strive after that. I will say this, just because we are talking about Christian things, so I can, mm-hmm. like, keep it real. You're right. Um, yes. I, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. But I feel like, I guess I keep on thinking, okay, I guess it's because I'm waiting for marriage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that doesn't, uh, just say it. <laughs> so, like, so I say that to say, Yes, defined it. Define you should define for yourself. Like I think of Trace Ellis Ross. I love Trace Ellis Ross, and she's mm-hmm. like, my life is my life, mm-hmm. and that's real, you know. And there's nothing wrong. But she's like, there's nothing wrong with me, like not being single or not mm-hmm. wanting this. Like that's totally fine. But I feel like don't in that whatever you're defining your life to be and what is success, define that with God, right? And mm-hmm. don't define that with yourself. Mm, because and, and the reason I bring that up is no, just because no, the right. lifelong partner thing. That's um, I don't know about me, but I want to have sex. Um, and and because I because mm. I'm waiting for marriage, it's like okay. But if Donna, this is what you're doing right now. Don't compromise what you feel like God is calling for you to be or who you to be in Him, 
because you're like, okay, well, I want this, I want that. That's just something, I mean, I know that's really messy. I know that for some people is a little like, mm -hmm. but define, yeah. define life. If you, if you are about that, what is my life with Christ? If that's where you are and that's what you want, define it how you want, but ask God, what is it? Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. Agree. For me, that's because, because I'm, I'm just thinking like, oh, I'm a ass ex, so I'm right. trying to get married. <laughs> I know, but there's Christ there's not. Not everybody's Christian. And I mean, they're not. No, I mean, and that's what I was saying on like you know, on, on a, a bigger Christian scale. Later. Yeah, not on a every, bigger scale. But not everyone, not everyone is. And right. So, you know, and I think, I think without, I think if you're not looking at it through like, okay, well, what does Christ want? Right. Then yes. Mm -hmm. Like in general, like if you I wasn't, if that, that wasn't my lens, then I'd be like, whatever you want, define it how you want. I know. Mm -hmm. But I, if that's my lens, then yeah. you gotta. That's where it lines up. You can't have, you can't be in the gray area you like you said earlier. That gray area, and that's mm -hmm. that's what's toughest, like being a Christian. Yeah, it's because <laughs> it's, it's not your your life is it's not, not for your, you. It's not your. It's your own. Your, you have decided that every day I'm gonna pick up my cross mm -hmm. and sacrifice my flesh because this is worth it more. You right, know? and that's the thing. It is, and I think that's it why is. a lot of people, yeah. regardless if they're Christian or not, they they. Do most people? I think they lean towards some God to guide them, um, and they know that they, in the back of their mind, I feel like they know that th they already know because life is life. That this is not my life. Like right. it's what well, we don't have, we don't have control know, over that. We don't. We can we can put we can plant seeds and put things in action, but ultimately we don't. I could die. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but that that's real. Like my like my father. My father was really successful. He was in entertainment, and he died at 36. Wow. So it's like you can, we can die at any, and I have, and I know you probably have friends who mm -hmm. died when you were in high school or people mm -hmm. you know who died young. Or right. It's just, yes, we can plant and do certain things, but ultimately, we don't know when we're going to. It's got really dark, but yeah. it's real. I want to think about more positive things. I mean, I mean <laughs> you're right. You're right. Listen, it, it's just a real. It just goes yeah. on to the. No, you do real. not control your life. You don't, yeah. regardless. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> single like, women on a positive note. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm trying. I was trying to think so hard of a positive note to end on. <laughs> I mean, that's yes. positive. Live, live, live. You gotta live your life. Yeah. You gotta yes. Live yes. Single women just find happiness in being okay with not having that companionship, and that doesn't validate how amazing or how beautiful you are. Yeah. Um, I just think that go for it, find yourself, be the best version of yourself, and then there's no way that God will not provide that yeah. equally yoked person. Because if you're the best, God gonna provide you with somebody that's their best. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like women in relationships, some women are in relationships just to be with a person. Yeah. Mm. And so if you're that girl, you have to know, or that man, you have to know that like, if that's not for you, God has something greater. Yeah. You just have to, and you have to let it go. Because yeah. we will stay in relationships for forever and not be happy just to say, Ooh, oh, I'm a, I got a husband, I got a man. I mean, yeah. let's not say husband. I don't want anybody to get divorced, but I have a boyfriend. I mean, but some people got into their yes, that's yeah. marriages because, on that yeah. same thought. Yeah. You know? Thing. I mean, I, you I in it now, work it out with the Lord. I went back to negative. <laughs> no, I mean that's you, not so much negative. That's real. It's real. Like it's just it's just real. Like we're. I mean, the positivity in all of this is 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 Christ. He covers it all. So we can. And the thing is that if if we don't talk about these things or bring these things to the surface, then like, yeah. are we on you? 
Also, don't ask God to bless your mess. That's just a side note. If you if you're praying about something but you're not really giving your life like I, this goes back to the gray zone. Goes back to the either you lukewarm or you're not. I'm sorry. No. I'm a Bible thumper. No, <laughs> no, no, you're but right, it's though. just. Sometimes I was like, yeah, but like this, re- this really isn't a good relationship. You praying about God, saving. Yeah, it's just this like, you like, okay, let me. Like, girl, I mend it by breaking it. Bye. I'm gonna mend this. Yeah. So, but anyway, what time is it, y'all? It's, it's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation. Time. Hi. So, guys, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So, what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any positive or negative statement you could be using to transform your life, either for the beauty, amazing, spectacular, or for the dark, gloomy, and demise. So, guys, even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say I am strong so even on them days you feeling weak you're not feeling worthy you feeling lonely don't affirm those things into your life instead speak and fill your life with I'm feeling amazing I'm feeling full I'm feeling with positive company all around me I'm feeling like I have my soulmate if that's what you want guys your life (laughs) is meant for beauty and let's create this thing together it's four of us and I'm affirming that it's a millions and billions or whoever's divinely meant to be out there. Mm-hmm. And let's go ahead and end our podcast off with positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? I got it. I am free. Mm-hmm. I am a believer. I believe that what God said he has for me is for me. Mm-hmm. And the life that he promised me, I will achieve. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am receiving all the blessings that God has for me along this journey. This is so good. Okay, it's my turn. Okay. Okay. Um, I am whole in Christ, and what he has for me is best for me. And there's no need for me to stress, strive, or panic for things because in his time I will have Mm. I love yes. it, girl. That, that's for my life, too. <laughs> yes. Let them know where to find you, Donna. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, the podcast is The Inimitable Black Woman. I'll spell inimitable because as hard as it is to say, sometimes it's hard to spell. Um, I-N-I-M-I-T-A-B-L-E. So, you can find me on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, The Inimitable Black Woman. Um, if you want to follow my Instagram, it's The Inimitable BW, um, and then Twitter handles also the inevitable BW. And if you want to be interviewed uh, by my podcast, um, I'm always looking for people to interview. I'm Austin based, but anywhere in Texas, I can travel to. I say that, but anywhere four four hour radius <laughs> of Austin, Texas, I can travel to. Um, and I frequent Dallas, Houston, uh, San Antonio, those areas, of course. So if you want to be interviewed, slide into the DMs. Um, in a Christian way, and uh, unless you know, <laughs> we do know I'm single, and I'm okay. but um, yeah, you can email uh, theinimitablebw at gmail.com. That's my email. Email me if you know someone that be, and it's all ages. 
I interviewed my goddaughters. They were five years old. Aww. I know. That interview only lasted like five minutes, though. <laughs> the attention span was really weak. But it's like I interviewed them to interviewing um, one of my – I want to eventually interview my grandmother, but she's real bougie, so she's very private. Mm-hmm. But um, interviewing one of her friends who's in her 70s. And the thing is, is I want to interview older than that. I want to interview all of us because – all socioeconomic, wherever, places. Yay. So if you know of anyone, if you are that person, and here's the biggest lie that I hear us tell ourselves. I asked someone if I could interview her, and she was like, well, I need to do more in my life first. No. Mm-hmm. You are, you. if you are a black woman, you are enough, and you're ready to be interviewed. Yes. So your life, you have more than wow. you even think. So I've been thinking that sometimes, too. We've like, heard yeah. that before, and yeah, you I said, said that it. before. Like, <laughs> like not we all say that. On yeah. Yeah. Like, no. I think we, we have a lot more in us than we even know. Yes. Wow. So, yes. so if you want to be interviewed, if you know someone interviewed, please let me know. Please listen and yeah, give me your awesome. feedback. Even Thank, yeah. you. Thank you for coming on. Yes. Thank so you for having me. This was great. This was cool. This was a, a reality check. Girl, <laughs> I'm happy your soul got fit. Girl, this was a reality check for us too. All of us. My oh. soul is definitely on F now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Our soul has been fed. And we know y'all's soul has been fed. So make sure that you share this podcast with someone you love. Or even if you don't love them, share it anyways. Um, shout us out on Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. We want to hear about it. And make sure you go ahead and follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play. On All you have to do is type in Soul Filling Podcast. Soul Filling Podcast. Make sure you put F-I-L-L-I-N-G Not F-E-E-L-I-N-G F-I, we feel the soul Alright guys, we'll talk to you later Love you so much Next time soulmates Oh, that's so sweet